I've asked the youth to be my amen section. So, uh, but you all can be the amen section if you'd like. Thanksgiving evening, the family sat down to watch the Andy Griffith show. As soon as we turned it on, we heard boom, boom, boom. We said, turn off that TV. And we all paused and looked at each other and listened. And we heard nothing. So we turned the Andy Griffith show back on and started watching it and laughing. And again, we heard boom, boom, boom. And we repeated the same process, turned it off, listened, heard nothing. And it happened again. The third time, Tim, my father-in-law, looked at each other and we said, well, maybe we should walk around the house and see what's going on. And so we started walking around the house and heard nothing. We thought, well, maybe we heard gunshots earlier today. Maybe that's the gunshots uh, going off. And so we sat back down, turned the TV on, and went on with our evening. Later that evening, we went home, and uh, my mother-in-law called, and she said, we found out what that boom, boom, boom was. Kitty was locked in the cellar. (laughs) Kitty did not have a happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Uh, Today, we uh, are going to be talking about the sounds of Christmas and listening, Uh, but Will you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, I pray as we share your word, as we hear your word, Lord, that we can love you with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, Lord, that, Lord, you alone are glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We enter this Advent season, and I love the season of Advent. I love the season's of this church, I particularly love this season of Advent, which uh, the youth so well did an Advent devotional. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. For all of us, in many ways, we find troubles or struggles. We read the newspapers. We hear of the earthquakes, the hurricanes, the chaos in our lives, and our hearts cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, uh, Jesus speaks about the end times in Mark 13, 32 through 33. It says this, But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. The New King James Version says this, Take heed, watch, and pray. My question for us today as we enter into this Advent season, into this Christmas season, how are we to be aware? How are we to keep alert both for his coming in the end, but also in these next four weeks or so. How do we experience the sounds of Christmas? My encouragement to you is simply this, to pray cheerfully or listen prayerfully as we pray, listen prayerfully as we wait on the Lord. As many of you know, we, my family and I, uh, picked up all of our belongings with the help of Kent and my father-in-law and 
moved from Arlington to Sugar Creek back in August. That's a huge change in our lives, having lived in D.C. for 11 years. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of unknowns. In this passage, this passage of Mark 29 through 31 has shaped my prayer life. You, God, you alone are one. Lord, help me to love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. And Lord, as we move, help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. When Jesus shares this in Mark, he's responding to the challenge of the teacher of law who's questioning Jesus. And and this isn't a new response by no means. In fact, in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses gives his farewell speeches. He has led the Israelites out of Egypt. Now they stand on the plains of Moab, on the east side of the Jordan, ready to enter the promised land. And I can just picture him standing there as we stand waiting to open our Christmas gifts. (laughs) And Moses challenges the people of Israel to shape their lives on this command found in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. It says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them as your, on your foreheads. Write them on your door frames of your houses and on your gates. This passage is known as the Shema or the Great Shema. The name Shema comes from the very first word to listen, to hear. In the Hebrew context, the word hear meant to be obedient. (laughs) Parents would teach their children to listen, to hear, to be obedient. And parents would teach this prayer to their children as they arised in the morning and the last thing they did before they went to sleep to pray this prayer. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. I, I like to picture, especially in this Christmas season, Jesus as a baby, as, as a boy, and I like to picture him being taught this prayer. <laughs> and so as the teacher of law asked him, what's the greatest commandment of them all? Well, this was foundational to him and his teaching and to us as well. Let's break down this prayer in a way for us to hear the sounds of Christmas, for us 
to be both prepared in the end when Jesus comes in the culmination of all things, but also as he comes in this season of the advent of Christmas. And so I want to break it down this simple way. Listen up. Listen up to God. Adore him. Two, listen inwardly. Confess your need for him. And three, listen outwardly. Hear from God as you go serve him. One, listen up. Listen up by adoring God. Praise God for who he is. The Lord our God, he is one. This is a confession. There are no other gods before God. Visiting relatives last Christmas, my niece invited me to be Joseph as she was married to enact the nativity scene as you have in front of us. We dressed ourselves, kneeled before the swaddling baby doll Jesus, and after kneeling for some time of length in the still quietness of the moment, I found myself going beyond pretend to think maybe this would be a good time to truly adore Jesus. I found myself reciting scriptures such as this, Isaiah chapter 9, 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdoms, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. (laughs) Even as I read this now and I listen, there's a peace that comes over me to know that God is in charge. (laughs) And he wants to hear the praise of his people (laughs) for who he is. Take time to listen to him as you adore him this Christmas. My challenge for you, for myself, is this. Give yourself, your children, and one another the gift to adore and give thanks. It's a gift. Take time to be still. Take time to simplify. Take time to remove distractions. Take time to pray and adore Christ. Number two, listen inwardly. Confess. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. I I surveyed my daughters uh, as I hear my sermons multiple times before I preach, And I I surveyed my daughters on the troubles of Christmas, and immediately Emily piped up, I'll have a blue Christmas 
without you. And Bethany playfully said, well, I've got silly troubles like my hair being chopped and more serious ones like not getting a puppy for Christmas. (laughs) The point is, you and I will have some blue moments over the next few weeks, days, or even the next few hours. Life has troubles. Cheryl Gerber shared in science school last week about not being discouraged in faith. Do not give up <laughs> your faith. Pastor Elise led a Sunday, led a study on Psalms 22 Wednesday. Psalms 22 begins like this. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. (laughs) You may experience that blue Christmas (laughs) these next few weeks. My encouragement to you, as is the psalmist, is to honestly confess with your hearts your blueness. (laughs) Yet, the psalmist ends like this, verse 31, they will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. (laughs) My challenge for you, for us, this Christmas season, is enjoy the gift giving, but don't let the material gifts be our way to cope, to pacify the hurts of our lives. (laughs) Give the gift of faith. Gifts are good, (laughs) but they're not our hope. Christ is our hope. And he wants you to honestly confess his need for you. He wants you to pray out, Lord, help me love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength in the situation I'm in. (laughs) Take time to listen inwardly and hear from Christ through your confession. Thirdly, listen out. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hear from God as you serve those in need, listening by service. Reverend Gregory Boyle, founder and executive of the executive director of Homeboy Industries, which is an interesting organization. Homeboy's Industry delivered his address at the 2017 commencement ceremony in Notre Dame, and he said this: "Go where the joy is, which is at the margins. For if you stand at the margins, 
That's the only way they will get erased. And you stand with the poor and the powerless and the voiceless. You stand with those whose dignity has been denied. And you stand with those whose burdens are more than they can bear. And you will go from here and you will have the exquisite privilege once in a while to be able to stand with the easily despised and the readily left out, with the demonized so that the demonizing will stop, and with the disposable so that the day will come when we stop throwing people away. You go to the margins, and and indeed you have to brace yourself because people will accuse you of wasting your time. But the prophet Jeremiah writes, In the place of which you say it is a waste, there will be heard again the voice of myrrh and the voice of gladness, the voice of those who sing. The point is, go to the margins. Go to those without a family, without a church support system. Be with them. Listen to them. Hear from God as you are with them. Cheryl Gerber has shared with the church her heart and a good vision for the church of an opportunity to serve those in need in this church community. Take that opportunity and be blessed. Pastor Elise gave us an opportunity to become a youth mentor through her T for C. Find a way to help someone out. Maybe you have a neighbor or a co-worker, or a fellow student. But listen to God for those in need this Christmas. And pray, Lord, help me to love my neighbor as myself. I invite Mandy and the music team to come forward as we prepare to pray. Last Sunday, Dave Sweat challenged us to give 1.6 hours a day to God. I'm still figuring out how to 0.6 an hour, but 1.6 hours a day to God. To step out through prayer and service. I continue that challenge for us. May we do that by listening to God here. Take time in that 1.6 hours to adore God, to confess honestly our need for God, (laughs) and time to go serve. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. As has been expressed by the congregation this morning, there's many needs. What a better time to now to give them to God. (laughs) to hear 
from God. These altars are open. (laughs) This is a special place, a holy place, (laughs) to come and hear from God. And so on this side, I invite you, if you want to come and be prayed with, come here and people will surround you and encourage you. And if you'd like to pray on your own, come to this side. But I hope in these next few minutes that we can just be still in the busyness of a season (laughs) to hear from God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, you are one. We invite you into our hearts and our lives, into our minds, to our soul, to be our strengths, to love you. Lord, help us to love one another as you have loved us. Lord, this is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come, take this.